This, this is, is Yawa Radio. Radio. One welcome to the Yawa Radio podcast. The Yawa Radio podcast is an opportunity again to listen to one of our inspirational, thought-provoking interviews that we have brought to the listeners of Yawa Radio. Yawa Radio is online 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We are your well-being and happiness radio station, bringing the feel-good feeling to every single day of the week. Check us out at yawaradio.co.uk. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast from the Yawa Radio team. Welcome to this episode of Glass Half Full. Now a question for you, how skilled are your leaders? Are your leaders in their role because they were brilliant at doing the job? And so they got promoted to leading people who do the job and suddenly find themselves in a role which requires a completely different set of skills. Does your workplace culture generally reflect your company values? Well, on today's Glass Full, I'll be joined by Joe Andrews from The Training Rock. And you also might like to take the trait test as well, yes, (laughs) to find out, well, who are your top influencers. All will be revealed when Joe joins me on this week's Glass Half Full. So welcome to Yow Radio, welcome to Glass Half Full. It's always great to be joined by inspirational guests from around the world. what, What a great topic we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about leadership training and many delve into other things as well Uh, and I'm joined by Joe Andrews from the Training Rock. Joe, how are you? I'm very well thank you Stephen, very pleased to be here. Oh really looking forward to this because you know uh, the timings when this goes out in the UK I don't think there's been a better time to talk about what we're (laughs) talking about really. Oh goodness gracious me. So Joe, tell us a little bit about yourself first of all and uh, you know why you do what you do and um, let's go for that one. Well, I think you might have hit the nail on the head there, Steve. There's, ne- there's never been a greater need for leadership in this country, I think. Um, so as you say, I'm Joe Andrews. I'm from The Training Rock, and um, I work with leaders and leadership teams to build cultures where people come first um, and company values are truly lived and breathed, and they're not just words on a website. Because um, I believe that, you know, whatever business you're in, people buy... From people and if your employees aren't happy and thriving then neither will your customers be um so i mean my background's actually in finance but i've been um i've been working with people in a uh, you know developing people focusing on developing people for the last 25 years or so um some of that was developing my own homegrown humans who are now adults uh but th- i mean they're going out into the big wide world of work now and what I want most of them is to be able to go out and thrive in whatever employment they choose um, so that they can really be developed and inspired and motivated and all those things. And I don't want them to have to endure work. I want mm. them to be led and developed. Enjoy it, Joe. Absolutely that. Absolutely. I mean, I worked in the corporate world for years and it was only when I met one particular leader that I stopped enduring work. And I started thriving and she was the first leader who had really got to know me, got to understand what made me tick. She pushed me way out of my comfort zone, which was quite scary at the beginning. But 
there was she was always there she always supported me and genuinely inspired motivated um and developed me she developed me towards my potential and without wanting to sound too dramatic it it changed my life it got me out of a job that I was I was honestly quite bored of and got me flying around the world delivering leadership training got me to believe that I you know that I had something that I, I could something. make a difference yeah to people's lives and she she took the time and of course that made me look back and I thought do you know what most of the other leaders that well all of the other leaders that I'd had up to that point hadn't really done anything other than to keep me on track to reach the often arbitrary goals mm. um, a box ticking exercise that I was meant to be working towards and, and honestly some of them weren't even doing that so it was it was a real eye-opener for me that that the the time that that leader had invested in me transformed me and my life but also transformed her results because obviously I was giving way <laughs> yeah. more and I loved it and so it cemented you know loyalty and it was it was a you know it was a win-win and of course from a business perspective when you've got leaders who can engage and motivate and inspire it, it means a lower staff turnover it means a higher loyalty it means a higher productivity so so the numbers all follow but it is about focusing on the people rather than focusing on the results Joe, an interesting thing there because the what something you were saying there that just came to me and people get how can i put there's a difference between leader and a manager mm. isn't mm. there manager managers yeah. things <laughs> yeah that, that that's exactly what i was going to say for me a leader is about leading people inspiring them motivating them developing them um and a leader's got their eye on the horizon you know mm. where where are we going a manager's got their eye on the bottom line yeah so i would say a manager is more strategic exactly as you say manages things manages projects um, and a leader for me is is how do I get the best out of this team that I've got in front of me? Where are the skills? Where are the vulnerabilities? Who can support whom? And what's my best position to be in to get the most out of this team? Go and share share a thing with you here, Joe, as well. Because when I used to work in um, sales and I'd meet some sales sales managers or whatever, mm. and I met so many mm. that had this thing in their head that all salespeople were interested in was money or okay and i went do you really understand just what makes each of one of them tick okay because we all have different things you know what i mean the, in the team that that i was running we had mm -hmm. some people with higher recognition needs we had something with high friendship needs you know and if and and i know if i if i put an incentive on and it was, here's another £100 bonus for you. I know some of those team were, no, I'm not bothered about that. Could I could I have a weekend away with my wife? Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I know exactly it's, un it's understanding that dynamic, isn't it? It so is. And I think you've hit the nail on the head. We're all different. And I think mm -hmm. it can be too easy to fall into that trap of thinking, well, I'm motivated by money. So, of course, the rest of my team will be. Yeah, and, and interesting that you choose the sales role to as, as an example because I think traditionally, you know, that is the one where they're all competitive, they're all competing to be the salesman of the, you know, <laughs> yes. of, of the month of the year of whatever. And it's yeah, not everyone is motivated by the same thing for sure. Cool. And just changing the the analogy a little bit as well um, from a, from a football perspective, I, I remember talking to the he was the manager of Doncaster Rovers at the time. And uh, he was a great, he's a great leader, great in inspiration. 
And um, but in the press one day after a heavy defeat, a lot of supporters around me were saying he didn't care. Right. He wasn't bothered that they'd lost. So I, I actually met him at a dinner mm. and as I've been a chat to him and I said, your, your message is just not it's getting lost somewhere. You know, what do you mean? And he went, this is dead simple, Steve. What I mean is if my team have gone out and played to their best of their ability mm. and we've been beaten four nil by three wonder goals, a penalty or whatever, but we've done mm. what we could do. Mm. I can't ask any more of them. Mm. Right. Mm. If they go out and don't do what they should be doing. Yes. Different. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. the team followed in beyond belief. And they went, they, you know, they won the championship. Well, where the top of the league they were with that inspiration. I think you, you've got it there. So he understands their strengths. He understands their potential. And they've built trust. Mm. He trusts that they've given their, their everything and they trust him not to drop them in it in the, in the press conference. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot around self-awareness around that then, Joe, is, um, because how does that fit in then? Oh, there so is. It is interesting because when things are not going smoothly, so in our relationships, our conversations, you know, our interactions with other people, we, we as a human race, we tend to, default to blaming the other person so <laughs> they were too bossy or they were too argumentative or not enough attention to detail or too much attention to detail and so on and what we're not very good at generally is is recognizing our own part in mm. in what's causing the difficulty um so one of my uh, mottos if you, if you like is that nobody's intentionally difficult we're different but that's not the same as difficult. So when I'm working with leaders, whether it's one-to-one or whether it's working with a full leadership team, I always start with a big dollop of self-awareness because it's it's too easy, isn't it? It's too easy to, well, I'm all right, Jack, but it's them over there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and we all do stuff, don't we? We all do stuff that gets in our way. And, uh, and it's often our blind spot because we've been doing it for so long. We've, we've all got behavioural traits and, you know, I'm not a therapist or a counsellor or anything like that, but there's no getting away from the fact that we develop a lot of our behaviours in childhood. Oh, yes, without a doubt. <clears throat> you know, and it's all according to how we were parented and, and how our teachers treated us at school and, and how we got on with our siblings and, you know, whether we were bullied at school and, and we developed behavioural traits then to keep us safe. But what we're, what we're not very good at is recognizing that those traits that we developed aren't really relevant anymore. We no longer need those strategies now that we're adults. Um, and as, as an example of that, for me personally, you know, when I was growing up, my, my parents weren't massively emotionally engaged with what I was doing and, and developing through my teens. And my coping strategy was to become quite competitive in sport. Okay. So, you know, I spent a lot of time doing gymnastics and athletics and swimming and anything where I could compete and win. Amazing. Great for my childhood. Yeah. Not so great as an adult because competing when you're in a work environment doesn't really work with collaborating. No, I'll, I'll share something for should you say that because um, uh, when I was young, um, I remember my dad. Mm. My dad always used to um, wake up in the morning. He was a lorry driver. Okay. Oh, yeah. And, he'd, and he'd, I would hear him say to the dog, Sat in front of the fire on a yeah. cold morning. It's a hard life, right? So I grew up with this thing in my head. It's mm. a hard life, okay? 
when I ended up running this food company, because I never intended to run a food company, I, I, I evolved into it and it got there. Yeah. Surprisingly, I found it easier than it was. But in my head, I'd got this message, it's a hard mm. life. Mm. So I started to make it harder than it should be because that's mm. the conditioning. Mm. And it wasn't until this self-awareness thing one day, I was sat at my desk and I go, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. You yeah. don't need to do this. Yeah. We, yeah. I mean, we all need that metaphorical mirror held up, don't we? Yeah. Go, Hang on a minute. Have you seen what you're doing? Have you seen? And we all do stuff that gets in our way, but we need someone to go, just, do you know what you're doing? Do you know the impact of that? And it's and it's the impact on you as well as the impact on everyone else. So, yeah. You know, competing all the time, it's exhausting. It is. And we don't, exhausting. Always, we don't always like the answers, though, Joe, do we? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. And, of course, I mean, I'm not that old, but I'm in my 50s. And so having competed through my teens and 20s and 30s, it wasn't until I was in my 40s that I realised I can go for a run without wearing a Garmin, without <laughs> going for a time with, and just enjoying it just enjoying the journey, you know, enjoying that I'm just out there looking at the trees, looking at the sea. I, you know, I, I'm going to share this with you because you just, I uh, love that because I do a lot of cycling. Okay. Mm. And I know I'm getting on a bit now. Right. And um, I'll come back and I'll say to my wife and I went, well, I can't believe it. What was that? I said, somebody went past me as I was stood still. And she went, how old were they? I said, probably late twenties. And she went, well, just remember how old you are. And and and, and now I, I don't, I just go out like you're saying, I just go out and enjoy the ride. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if those go yeah. past me, I go, hi. Yeah, yeah, absolutely that. Yeah. And, it, oh. and it's taking that and putting that into a work situation. Mm. So it's, you know, it's collaborating rather than competing. And, oh, it's joyous. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not exhausting. It's, it's just much more, it, you know, it's more fun. It's working yeah. with with people, with people. Yes. yeah 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 cool and, and you do a lot around the animal influences and things like that you know so tell me about that well when i started doing this work i knew that i wanted uh, i wanted a tool which would quickly and and painlessly help people see themselves how other people see them so that you know so that we can highlight these behavioral traits which people have become blind to um and there's lots of personality profiling tools out there but most of them require either a degree in psychology to to understand them or at least you know a spare afternoon to read the manual so I set about creating my own with alongside a brilliant coach who I work with called Katie Boston and we wanted to create something which would be immediately accessible memorable and visual as well which would help it be memorable because um, one thing that's really clear is leaders want something that they can immediately imp implement. And that's when the trait test was born. So it's all about behavioral traits, um, a series of quick fire questions. It only takes three or four minutes to complete. And then, as you say, the output <laughs> is you're introduced to your animal influences. So there are nine animals. You get to meet your top three. Uh, because generally speaking, people do tend to default to their top three and it's a mix. Um that said, we have we all have access to all nine of the, the traits of all nine animals. So to just give you a, a flavour of what the animals are, my top three, uh, the, my top one is cheetah, which is about which is <laughs> comes from my competitive sports days. It's about racing to the goal, having to win, being competitive, uh, you know, achieving the goal, being really focused on it. The downside, as all the animals have, is that being competitive in a work environment 
isn't always great. It can be exhausting. And when you compete, you've got a winner. You've also got a loser. That's not great. Um, my second animal is the lion, which is about being in control, being a direct straight talker can be great. The downside of that is that when you take that just a bit too extreme, it can come across as intimidating, mm -hmm. um, particularly to people who don't have lion as their, you know, in one of their top three. Um, and then my third one is dog, which is the people pleaser which in my case kind of keeps the lion and cheetah tamed because I really don't want to upset anybody. <laughs> um, so it's, it's very much about the combination of, of your top three. That, that, well, I, know, did it, I did it, Joe, as you know, I did the trait test and I, what, uh, ant, lion, cheetah, I came out with and the thing. And tell uh, me what you thought when you saw the descriptions, Steve. I, I was, uh, I, wow, some of them were surprised, but yeah. others I thought, well, that, that is spot on, actually. You know, and, mm. and you talk about the straight talking bit as well there, because that came out in one of mine. And um, mm. I remember uh, one of the guys I was working with, um, well, one of the one of the account managers, and he came to me one day and he went, um, could I ask you a question? I said, you can ask me anything that you want, mm. as long as you don't mind the answer. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is how it is, you know, there's... Yeah. You know, and, and I think there's also the other thing around there, isn't it? It's, it and, and those traits as well. Sometimes, sometimes as a leader, you you don't, sometimes you can step in too early, but sometimes you can step in too late. And I, I don't know what you think about this, but I, I learned many years about the, the wedge of challenge. And it was a bit like a cheese wedge or a doorstop. Mm. And if something's going wrong, the longer you leave it, the harder it gets to bring it back. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and there's a oh, there's lots of stuff around leadership like that that you go, mm, do do I like conflict? Do I not like conflict? Oh, yeah, yeah there, there so is, and I think I think you make a really good point for the for the leader. I mean, this comes back to what I was saying earlier. For the leader, it's about really knowing each person in their team because they are all different. Knowing when to lead them to kind of come out of their comfort zone into that stretch zone where yeah. they're okay but they're a bit stretched but they but you don't leave them until they're in panic so you need to step in before they get to panic um because obviously the more they can stay in stretch the the, the wider their comfort zone becomes because mm -hmm. if you when you succeed in stretch because you've got the support and you know you feel safe to experiment then it becomes less of a stretch so you're so you're absolutely right but for the leader that comes back again to knowing the people in your team knowing their vulnerabilities so supporting their vulnerabilities, but also enabling them to play to their strengths, which going back to what I was saying earlier, this leader who, who really got me and understood what made me tick, she just got what my strengths were and, and you know, enabled me to really develop those. So mm. I stopped feeling bad that I'm rubbish with Excel, I don't get Excel, <laughs> I can't. And it didn't matter, you know, it just, yeah. it, I didn't need that. So, I had, you know, I didn't have to, didn't have to pretend to to be someone that I wasn't. So, Joe, do you think do you think is there still a focus around something like this though? Because again, I remember from my time, people used to say, um, "Well, say you weren't good, use that great Excel spreadsheet." I'm not great mm. at Excel spreadsheet. Well, we need to develop you on that, right? Mm. Well, no, that's not my strength. My, my mm. strength is over here. Mm. Okay, so mm. while you're bogging me down with the Excel spreadsheet, you know, you're yeah. missing out on something over here. Yeah. And again, I, I, was out, I was out with a guy once, we're doing some, uh, I was accompanying him out, and he was really, oh, I called it, well, I said to him, we, we, I said, let's just stop. 
Okay, mm-hmm. let's go for a coffee, right? Mm-hmm. So we went for a coffee and I went, could I just ask you a big favour? And he went, well, I said, could you just take that concrete overcoat off? Because <laughs> you're just weighing yourself down. You're just, you're just getting so tight up that this is not going to happen, that you're just mm-hmm. making big obstacles in your head for it. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just take the concrete overcoat off. Let's enjoy the day mm-hmm. and the day will be what it will be. We'll do our best. Right. Absolutely. And you could see, you could, you could just see like a shoulders going down. Yeah. 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 Whereas coming back to what we said earlier, you know, that the the manager that is focused on this all the time, it's now, right, we'll just do the next call. We'll just do the next call. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's focusing on results, always focusing on results and forgetting that, you know, the, the wellness. The wellness of the person, the motivation of the person. I mean, it's not. It's not just mental health. It's more than that. It's it's the full wellness and the 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 feeling of being safe mm. to experiment. And I've got this really good idea. Is it okay to try it? And actually, more than that, is it okay to disagree with my leader? Well, that's because an interesting I... point about disagreeing. You know, that's mm. a very important point, is it? Because mm. that that is important. Absolutely. Because actually, if I'm the expert in this particular field. My leader, I don't expect my leader to have all the expert knowledge that I have, mm. but I do expect them to support me and trust me and create a safe space so that I can go and experiment and challenge me. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But to trust me, to trust me that I will make it work. And actually, that if I do make a mistake, it's okay to say I got it wrong and yeah. know that I'm not going to get you know disciplined or anything for doing that. Yeah, that, so, well, yeah, very important is that that trust in that environment, isn't it? That absolutely. Yeah, then absolutely. I, want, I want to use the word trust. I want to use the word camaraderie, collaboration, and all that kind of thing. How all much more? How much more enjoyable it is is coming to work knowing that you've got all that on your side. It, do you know? I mean, it's just it is. It, it sounds dramatic, but it is life changing. Knowing that you can go in and your someone's got your back, your leader's got your back even if you're not 100% sure on what you're doing, but you're safe to go and experiment. And that the, the conflict that you mentioned, the animals really come into play there because we all have, we all tend to have a default to our approach to mm. conflict. And depending on which animals you've got at the top, we, you know, we can have different um, defaults. So the, the results focused animals, which is your, your cheetah, your lion, your honeybee, which is all about having all the systems and processes in place and your eyes dotted and your T's crossed, a bit of perfectionism thrown in there. Okay. The default there is to compete. I'm right. My way is the right way. And I'm going to shout about it until I get my way through. Mm. If you take the, um, the dog, for example, so the people pleaser, the ostrich, who's a peacekeeper and a conflict avoider, tends to avoid things that are a bit uncomfortable. Their default to conflict is accommodating. Because okay. even though they might think they're right, they don't they don't want to upset anybody. So they'll just go, go on, then you do it your way, I'm sure it'll be fine. Cool. And does that and person, they might have sorry, and that does that person then come out of the meeting though and go, well, don't agree with that. <laughs> yeah, totally. And it goes back to what I was saying before. If you compete, there's a winner and a loser. And it mm. means that the people who's who have dog and ostrich stopping them being comfortable to challenge the lion. I mean, would you challenge a lion in mm. a cage? I wouldn't. <laughs> well, I would actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, they come out fe- feeling like they've lost. And sometimes they've got the most brilliant ideas, but yeah. they, they're not going to challenge. So it's about really understanding... You know, don't avoid it altogether. 
don't yeah. overshoot with your ideas and it comes back to the old thing of just listen we need to listen to all the ideas and it's about you know it's about it's about being committed to find the right outcome mm-hmm. not being committed to win not right. being committed that your idea gets through yes yeah and yeah it's well, yeah, it's it's bringing people together. It's coming back to the start, you know, it's leading, it's inspiring, it's motivating people, mm-hmm. you know, and seeing people grow. For me, that's, you know, to see to see people grow in a team, mm-hmm. okay, and even mm-hmm. to see somebody in that team that might either move on in the company and go past you yes, or move that's... outside the company and develop something else. Yes. Right. As a leader, mm-hmm. For, for me, how rewarding is that? I mean, that's the ultimate. You've done your job. You've developed somebody. I mean, in a way, leading is about making yourself redundant. Yes. You're leading people to take over your job. You're leading people to have the confidence to grow and lead other people. If that's what they want to do, not everybody wants to lead people. And actually, that um, that brings me to a point, a situation that I come up against so frequently where I'm working with leaders who have found themselves in a position of leadership because they were brilliant at the job whatever the job might be so whether they were the best you know sales insurance um, insurance salesman or the best at answering banking calls in a call center or whatever the job was they've been promoted because they they were the top uh, performer and suddenly they're leading people doing the job and finding it really difficult because they they haven't got leadership skills yeah, and that, I love it when you say these things because these remind me of things that people I I've met, and I, I met one guy, and he was um I think that happened to him, he got promoted, and um and was saying, uh, the team don't do it as how I would do it, yeah, and I went, yeah. well, is that important that they don't do it? Mm. How you do it? You know mm. what I mean? Your own personalities in your own right, you know, and absolutely. I, 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 do, I, do do you just want to clone eight of you? I mean, difference equals richness. Yes. Isn't it? But yeah. it, it, I guess it's about having that confidence to know that you're not the expert in the room. You don't have to be the expert in the room. Your expertise needs to be knowing who, you know, who each expert is. So actually going back to the Excel spreadsheet, I didn't need to be able to do it, but there needed to be someone in the team who could, <laughs> could and that it. was fine. Yeah. Yeah, very, very much so. So, so Joe, if, if people, well, let me ask you this before we finish off here. When you're doing these um, th- these traits, right, and you sat down with a group, okay, yeah, are they often surprised? Do you know, we get all sorts of reactions and um, there's often a, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know I do that. I know I do that. Um, what, what often happens is that there's a little bit of explanation needed around how the top three work together. Because okay. nobody is a lion or a mm. dog. It's it's always how the how the top three work together. And it's also about what situation you're in. So so being at a family do with grandparents, for example, you might behave very differently to running a meeting in work. Mm. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. so it does it does depend on the situation. But yes, mostly people are like, oh yes, I I recognize that. And uh, and can the situation again? I'm just thinking now. As so, if if somebody filled it in today, say for example, and then in yeah. six weeks' time, they may be in a different place. I don't mean a different company, but a different mm. place. Something's happened. Yes. Could yes. it could it come out with a different 
result? It absolutely could. And actually, that's a really good point. So last year, summer 2021, my car was stolen. It was stolen from right outside my house. And my meerkat, so the meerkat is, as you can imagine, looking out for danger, always on you know on high alert yeah. my meerkat became really prominent and every time anyone walked past I was worried that we were going to be burgled or the car was going to be stolen or something bad was going to happen and meerkat isn't one of my normal you know mm. my behavioral traits aren't normally reflected in that probably took a good three months for my meerkat to go back to sleep and you know to relax as people went past so some of them do turn up as a result of a recent event Mm. so it might be you know recent trauma or or something but yeah absolutely and often when people move positions so if someone gets promoted to a leader and they're feeling completely out of their depth they might turn up with different um different influences so yeah it's always worth doing it yeah three months six months yeah yeah reviewing it and stuff like that yeah wow awesome Joe, great. Absolutely love talking to you. How can people find out more about you? And if they want to get in touch and they want to find out what their animals are. Yeah, you can go and do the trait test. It's on the Training Rock website, which is thetrainingrock.com and add slash trait, T-R-A-I-T, to go straight to the trait test. And um, that'll introduce you to your three animals and um, you'll get lots of information about what, what you're doing that's getting in your way, as well as what your strengths are and where you thrive and and show you're based in the uk but do, do you work across the uk can you i mean the world's changed hasn't it come on with all this kind of stuff you know i was talking to somebody in the caribbean on tuesday <laughs> come on <laughs> i mean you, the world has totally changed hasn't it i am mm. based in the uk i'm based in sunny brighton on the south coast i um travel i can now work on zoom I had to up my IT skills over COVID to get that going on. And actually, do you know what? In some ways it works better because we do shorter bite-sized chunks and people can go back and implement it and come back and and really, you know, implement habits so that it's not just a, a two-day full-on um, immersion, which is what it would have been before. But yes, absolutely. Travel all over the UK. I've delivered, you know, across Europe and as far afield as Australia and Canada. So if, if people aren't in the UK, that's not a problem. Wonderful. So just give me that website again, Joe. It's thetrainingrock.com slash trait. And go and do it. It's good fun, right? Oh, it's, thanks, it's, op- it's opened my eyes when I was doing it. I'm just going to get out of my own way <laughs> I'm so later glad today. you did it. <laughs> Joe, have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. You too. Bless you. Thank you. This, this is, is Yawa Radio. Radio. You're listening to Yawa Radio, and we love to bring you details of the inspirational book of the week this week's inspirational book of the week is by ryan holiday it is called ego is the enemy the fight to master our greatest opponent it has wrecked the careers of promising young geniuses it's evaporated great fortunes and run companies into the ground it's made adversity unbearable and turn struggle into shame. Its name, ego, and it is the enemy of ambition, of success, of resilience. It is an eternal opponent warned against by every great philosopher in our most lasting stories and countless works of art, in every culture, in every age. In this book, Ryan Holiday offers a practical meditation on the nature and dangers of ego, drawing on an array of inspiring examples from literature, philosophy 
and history to show you how you can be humble in your aspirations, gracious in your success, and resilient in your failures, and rely on confidence, not ego. When it comes to ego, we must fight to destroy it before it destroys us. So this week's inspirational book of the week is by Ryan Holiday, Ego is the Enemy, the Fight to Master Our Greatest Opponent. A big thank you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast from the team at Yawa Radio. Remember to check us out live online 24 hours a day, seven days a week at yawaradio.co.uk. And if you'd like to join us as a guest on Yawa Radio or as a guest on the Yawa Radio podcast, we would love to hear from you. Simply email studio at yawaradio.co.uk. Once again, a big thank you for taking the time out to listen. This is the Yawa Radio podcast. Copyright applies. With inspirational guests from around the world, inspirational quotes, the inspirational book of the week, the meditation hour, the quiet zone, and feel good music. Yawa Radio is about well being, happiness, and finding the beauty within. Enjoy, be beautiful, be happy, be inspired. This is Yawa Radio.